let's revisit the word accountability, because it's coming up over and over. It's time to take a closer look. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. My friend, great to see you. Thank you for joining. I think I'm slowly getting my voice back. I'm so happy about that, too. I'm starting to sound like everybody's grandpa. Anyway, I was reading some posts on LinkedIn, and I want to talk to you about something that I read. But first, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down on those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. If you like this episode, do share it with your friends. If you want to be free, I think one of the most liberating things that you can learn how to do is to make a promise, a promise to change something, to deliver something, to achieve something, to bring all of your talents and passions to bear, to create a new outcome, a better outcome, and then to keep your promise. And if you can't keep your promise, to figure out why and try again until you do. Simple, right? I lump that belief under the words accountability, commitment, or promise. So imagine my shock and horror as I'm reading my daily LinkedIn feed, and I see a post that goes something like this. The Scrum Guide, apparently, haven't validated this yet, the Scrum Guide no longer wants to use the words, what'd you do yesterday? And what are you thinking of doing today? But rather, to change the language around daily stand-ups, which I understand is also a bad word, by the way, to... What obstacles can I clear for you today? Or something along those lines. Folks, this is nothing short of ridiculous. If you're so scared of words that you can't use the word do anymore, much less the words commit, promise, put yourself on the hook for, I'll take that on. If you can't use those words, I don't know what you're doing here. You can change the words all day long, but at the end of the day, if you don't deliver results, if you can't consistently make promises and keep them, you're going to struggle no matter what you do. If you don't believe that, and in your head you're thinking, nope, 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 you're wrong. The scrum guide says you're wrong. I got more bad news for you. Throw the scrum guide away. If you think that mechanical perfection and fidelity to the scrum guide is going to make you successful in anything, you got another thing coming. Because if that was all it took, how come the inventor of scrum says that something like 40, 33% or 40% of scrum projects fail? If you really believe this, then I want to be your mechanic. I want to be your home contractor. Because if I'm working on your car, if I'm working on your kitchen, and you come to me and say, hey, what'd you do today? What'd you build? How's this looking? What'd you spend eight hours on today? Doesn't look like anything's different. Imagine your surprise when I turn to you and say, oh, don't ask me that question. You're not allowed to ask me that question anymore. You can only ask me about the blockers you can clear for me. That's nonsense. You don't treat other people that way. Why would you expect anyone to treat you that way? At the end of the day, you can never forget you work for a business. A business measures itself on one thing only, especially a bank. It's promise to the shareholders. Stock prices go up, earnings per share go up, we've done a good job. And as you well know, if in order to get that number up, they have to lay off people, fire people, 
cut perks, they don't care. That affects you. It breaks your heart. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they can't go to the board and say, yeah, 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 stock prices are down. You're not going to make as much money this quarter, but look at how happy everyone is. Doesn't work that way. You work for a business. If you can't make promises and routinely strive to keep them, the clock is ticking on your value. Now, if this isn't for you, tune out now. Do not finish listening to this episode because you're not going to like it. I can tell you this from experience because I don't work for banks anymore. I don't count on employment agreements or contracts to make my living. I teach people how to thrive. I teach people how to build things similar to what I've built. I try to enlighten and bring change and bring true power and autonomy and fulfillment to the people who work with me. And when I meet new customers or prospects, I don't tell them what words they're allowed to use around me. I tell them I want to be held accountable for an outcome. Pick one. Revenue, retention, churn, cost of acquisition, don't care. Give me a metric that matters to you, and I want to put my hand up for that number. And even if I don't know how I'm going to do it, I will find a way or make a way. Because to me, that's the pinnacle of human endeavor. They call it a job for a reason. They call it work for a reason. Part of the great purpose of life is to reach, to grow, to try to get things that we're not 100% sure we know how to get. Muscle only grows when you tear it. If for some reason you believe that by taking hard words out of conversations like do and work and commit and promise and accountable out of the lexicon, you're mistaken. We can change the language. We can stop using those scary words, but that doesn't make you free. Believe me, if you work for one of the companies that can afford to spend money on Agile, even though it's not really working all that well in many cases, go read your contract. Go read your employment agreement. They control your comings and goings. They control what you say and what you don't say. They can cancel their agreements with you at just about any time. Changing the words does not change the intention. If you can't deliver on promises, you're not helping the business, you're not an asset to the organization, and it's only a matter of time before they figure it out. Hey, in these times, big companies are cutting people like crazy. About half of my friends have been affected by layoffs, and these are people who never thought they would be laid off. If they were too valuable, too well entrenched to fail. Let me tell you, I meet people all the time in the forge who, despite the fact that they'll admit to feeling terrified, feeling not good enough, feel like they're living a life much less than what they're capable of, and they struggle with phobias, with bad beliefs, with bad ideas, but they know they want more. All of these folks eventually come face to face with the fact that the best way to move forward is to set a mark for yourself and put everything you have into taking your best shot. And when I get a hold of you, wait until you see the kind of change that's possible. We're talking about people who are often really uncomfortable in their own skin, becoming the kind of person who never has to worry about employment again, the kind of person who knows how to ask for what they want and get it, predictably, reliably, the kind of person who suddenly comes face to face with their own limitlessness. All of that is possible only by saying, I'm willing to do the hard work. I'm willing to commit. I'm willing to be coached and mentored. And what I want to learn is the way of the badass. The person who sets a target, sets it high intentionally, and does whatever it takes to get it. That means mindset shift. That means new habits and actions. And once you learn that it's as easy to make a big promise and achieve it as it is to make a small promise and achieve it, everything changes for you. Now, this is not for everybody. Some people prefer comfort. Some people want to stay under the radar. And some people 
want to do the bare minimum required to not get fired. If that describes you, then trust me, you don't want what I've got for you. And that's okay, no judgment. But greatness is not built on running from language. Don't ask the world to lower the bar for you, because it will do you no such favor. Great people think differently. They act differently. And none of that is reflected in the Scrum Guide. Sorry to say. And you might ask, well, who are you? You didn't invent Scrum. You're absolutely right. I love Scrum. I think it's great. But I also don't believe that there's any prescription in there that guarantees success. It only defines the process. People love to debate the process and love to talk about the language of the process, but none of those things are real work. None of those things are getting things done for your customer. What gets things done for your customer is to understand the objective and to put your hand up for the hard challenges represented in small daily promises. Hey, if your promises are too big, you have the liberty to make them smaller. But too often, I think we forget what we're here to do. And I've said this before, if we keep making Agile all about feeling good and not doing good, eventually we're going to be escorted out of the building. Sooner or later, someone will shine a light on how that investment isn't paying dividends. If you desire greatness, if you consider yourself a leader, if you expect to mentor others, then don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. That's from Jim Rohn. I love that quote. As individuals, we so often fear commitment, fear exposure, fear failure, fear consequences, fear competition. And you can hide from those things all you want, but all it takes is one other person who says, no, 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 I crave the challenge. I want the accountability. I want the competition. And they'll win the contract. They'll win the job. They'll get the bonus every time. Sooner or later, you're going to be left standing there figuring out how come the agile coach job only pays 40 bucks an hour. I saw that the other day. I saw an agile coach job on LinkedIn offering 40 or $48 an hour. You might think that's a good rate, but it's between half and a quarter of what it once was just a few years ago. Trust me, if we're not interested in putting our hands up and being accountable for outcomes, you can easily be replaced by a robot. That may offend you. Good. You might say, that's not possible. I tell you that it is. It's already happening now. And hey, even if we brought a robot in and it didn't do such a great job, can we really say that we as humans asking to be excused from the word do, done, or promise are doing much better? It's only a matter of time before someone says, hey, I'll take the robot. It's like one one hundredth of the cost. And once that idea starts gaining traction and gaining publicity, it's all but over for those of us in the industry who really want to serve with agility. When I was a kid, they put into report cards in school the division between your achievement mark and your effort mark. The philosophy being, you don't always hit your outcome, but at least you ran for it. At least you took your shot. Now we're saying, I don't want to be judged on my effort either. I just want to assign blame for lack of effort or lack of achievement on some blocker. Something that you need to move for me to make it easier to get the things that I need. Do you think CEOs behave that way? Would you let your auto mechanic charge you $6,000 for that kind of a result? No. You'd ask him to bring the alternator over to you and say, I want to see what was wrong with it. Give it to me. I want proof that you earned that money, that you had to spend that money. What makes you think your employer's going to think any differently? They're not. And it's only a matter of time before they catch up to us. So careful what you wish for. If you want to learn how to be more accountable, if you want to learn how to be comfortable 
with making promises and striving, if you want the courage to put yourself on the X, because guys, this is how you lead. This is how you become trusted. This is how you inspire others by taking massive action, by dreaming big and then doing big. Then that's why you need the forge now more than ever. Because whether you like it or not, I'm willing to bet you've got to compete harder to keep your job and you've got to compete harder to get a job. Probably five or 10 times the level of effort, five or 10 times the level of competition that you saw in the market just a few short years ago. Things are changing and all eyes are on us now. Stability is not assured. In this economy, it must be earned. And that means more accountability, more effort, higher performance. The skills that you got in your certification are not enough. And if you're tired of being afraid of the language, being afraid to dream big and do big, join me and the heroes that I get to work with in the forge. This will change your life. And you'll be able to put the scrum guide and all of its careful language down because you have something better, more important, bigger, the ability to achieve whatever you want. True freedom, true autonomy true leadership. I hope this one inspired you. After 23 years, it's time for change in our industry. And my sincere hope for you is that you get to know what it feels like to lead that change, to be at the forefront. Because more processes, Agile version 3.0 or 3.1 or any of those things is not going to do it. You are, and I want to meet you. That's it for this week, my friends. You can find all the necessary links in the show notes below. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.